2: Going on to cooler weather here in at least the Jerusalem area. Hi everybody, you're listening to the Tamar Yonah Show here at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Today we're going to be talking about the United States hit a new record. Guess what? And guess what? I don't even know the answer. My guess will though. Uh, Also, great reset laid out, OPEC and the debt and food crisis, all that coming Uh, up on the show. I just want to say, I've been getting some letters from, from some listeners saying, Tamar, where are you? You're not doing as many shows anymore. And what happened to the Solomon's Sword video podcast that you do every Tuesday live on Zoom. And I have to tell you all, I need to confess, I have been out on my back with terrible, terrible back pain. And I'm working through this. But in the meantime, I am just, uh, Really honing down on the shows, so we will return. Uh, I I hope to do more Solomon Sword video podcasts on Tuesdays, and uh, but in the meantime, you can go catch up on any videos that you've missed if you go to our homepage at israelnewstalkradio.com. And click on the video section. You'll find all of our video interviews there. Uh, If you go to Rumble, you'll find some there. If you go to YouTube, you'll find some there. But you'll find all of them on our uh, website at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. I think it's slash videos or something. But there's a menu bar going across and it's for videos there. And you'll get to all of our videos. Because, you know, some videos... Some interviews we just are not allowed to post on YouTube. It'll be censored. We'll get banned, et cetera. So we have to put those on Rumble. And the ones we put on Rumble don't go on YouTube, etc. So anyway, huh, that's what's happening with me. I hope to be out of back pain soon. I'm working with really good people. and working with Dr. John Sarno's method of uh, TMS. Anybody who knows what that is knows. And if you don't know what it is, guess what? I am going to be doing a show on it. Because it is a lifesaver. I would have been in the hospital already if I didn't know about Dr. John Sarno's book called Healing Back Pain. But I'm going to do a show on it. I'm going to introduce you to what it is in the future when I'm a lot better. Hopefully soon. We'll be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. We're back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And today we have a very interesting show, which is called The U.S. Hit a New Record. Guess what? And I have to guess, because I don't know, but my guest does, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Manachem. He is a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University, is offered... He has authored over 80 books and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. He commentates on Mideast Eastern world issues. Welcome to the show, Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. Good to have you on. All right. The U.S. hit a new record. Guess what? What?
0: <laughs> the United States today, or better better phrase, the, 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 the American public today has hit a new record of Rich people who are buying second passports to be able to leave the country when the when the brown and smelly hits the fan. Uh huh. Okay,
2: so the, we're talking about uh, a new rise in expats, future expats.
0: Well, a new rise in capital fleeing, in capital flight. Right. Which is never good, never good for any country, and it's certainly not a good sign for any country.
2: mm
0: Um capital is fl- is fleeing despite people still remaining in, within the United States but the rate of purchasing of second passports is unprecedented in, in American history and do they say what uh, are
2: the most desirable countries we're talking about South America Central America
0: where there's quite a lot quite a few countries actually we're talking about some countries in Latin America some countries in 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 uh, the southern parts of Europe, uh, Portugal and Spain are quite popular for some strange reason. That I can't con- can can't conceive of. Well, the weather is good. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> uh, uh, etc. Things like that. I and mean, nothing. Uh, there's nothing specific in that sense. It seems to be that everybody, you know, uh, 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 is taking whatever they can get, or something like that. Most of these countries, these are countries. Most of the countries that are the Targets are countries where you can purchase citizenship. Remember, we're talking about the rich people in America, not middle class. Right.
2: Except for Jews who are trying to make Aliyah, who are middle class, and they're finding it very, very difficult to get through all the bureaucracy that has never been seen before. I mean, if you made Aliyah, if you came to move to Israel maybe three years ago, it would have been much simpler and faster and today it is people are it's torturous Uh, and uh, and uh, there has been some thought that perhaps this is because america is afraid of capital flight from the jews leaving um not that every jew is rich there are a lot of poor jews there are a lot of middle class jews and there are some rich jews too but um the ones who are making aliyah are really usually not that rich but uh they're having a hard time coming and and again what, some some people suspect uh that america is afraid of capital flight and they're pressuring israel to make it difficult i don't know if that's true but that's
0: one thought i know that that has been true in the past i don't know i don't i don't have any data right now but i know that in the past that has happened do you remember when I, i'd be interested to hear oh when yes, yes. um 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 when uh, in the um, middle seventies uh, the late pardon, late seventies and and, and and the and the and the early eighties that was um definitely something that the united States government was concerned with interesting okay so where do you want to take us now okay let's let 's talk about a few things that are going on um uh, uh, i I want to read a quote from a very prominent um energy analysis service. And I am quoting, whether the United States can remain socially, politically, and economically intact, even for the next few months, is an open question. Unquote. Again, that's not me saying that. People expect me to say horrible things like that, but uh, uh, it's not me. That's from a very, very um uh, important energy uh analysis uh, uh, service that's on the internet. I, I'll give some um some numbers to make people understand why why they're they're thinking like that. Today sixty four percent sixty four percent of US households live basically paycheck to paycheck. Now when you have uh uh the United States clearly going into recession, if not already in recession, again, it's not formally, it'll be only be formal when you have two consecutive quarters with a, a shrinkage of the GDP, but I believe that the, the United States is already in in recession. Um, and you're seeing um, uh, uh, massive inflation, again, formally the inflation is about 8.5%, but Almost all analysts today say that they, they simply change the method of computation. So the actual inflation rate is probably two to three times higher than that, depending on who you ask. And now we're seeing things like shortages of baby food. Um, this is kind of weird.
2: Well, unless you're an illegal immigrant, then there's lots of it down by the southern border of America. I just saw a news report on that.
0: Yes, as a matter of fact, I just saw a news report on that as well, um, and it's utterly shocking. It turns out that um, uh, uh, the Red Terror, the uh, the, uh, the 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 travels flapper for for the Bidenites in the in the White House, um, uh, uh, said that people should be encouraged to have abortions so there'll be fewer children, and then there wouldn't be any problems with baby food, which is. Probably the most horrific um, uh, thought process that I'd ever heard of. Um, but it turns out, and, 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 oh, and, and their, their claim was that people are hoarding baby food. And it turns out that they were right. People are hoarding baby food. The people involved during the hoarding is the American government. They're the largest purchaser of baby food in the United States. Hmm. And of course, all of that is used for the illegal immigrants fascinating, isn't it? V- very much so.
2: and You know, I i mean, I feel like there's this, you know, undercurrent of a war against children, against babies. I, I, in addition to the baby formula, in addition to the the abortionists, um, uh, you know, screaming that they can kill a child up to an hour before it's born or whatever they're, they're limited. No, an hour after it's born. An hour, whatever. Okay, it's like, I mean, that's like China. They're all condemned China for, for killing babies if it was a second pregnancy for... For for mothers there, but uh, in any case, the, you know, even on television now, they're advertising. Um, I don't know if it's a movie or a series about baby, and this baby is like this evil devil that apparently mysteriously kills people. So it makes you hate babies. Like looking at like look, when you see a baby, you're gonna think it's 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 a devil. You know, I I don't know. I'm just crazy. And then at the same time, you see that I just heard that. Uh, Bill Gates is is developing some bio, uh, formula baby formula something like that. I, I don't know. In whatever, it's just it, the world is crazy. The world well, reminds YouTube me of uh, like before YouTube the flood, like YouTube God's got to just put a flood in the world and just destroy us all because we're so corrupt. We're so corrupt today.
0: You, YouTube has a channel called YouTube Kids, Kids, which is specifically directed towards. Children and um, uh, under thirteen, and on that channel, they're promoting cocaine, um, uh, 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 racism, and anti-family ser- sentiments. So you're not incorrect, evidently. I don't know. I, it's just the the world just seems so rotten to the core.
2: It it really, I you, you just want to get underneath the covers and pull the covers over your head. All right, we have another like two and a half minutes. Where do you want to take this segment?
0: Well, uh, th- th- there's a big question now in Europe, will the Ukraine war end before the next European war begins? There evidently are at least two, maybe three uh, foci of conflict in Europe that uh, have high expectations of war be occurring in them in the near future. One of them is uh, re- relatively obvious between Greece and Turkey, as the United States supplies Turkey with more fighter jets um, etc <laughs> you can't make this stuff up you know i' I'm, I'm i'm i have i don't even remember how much what is it six or seven fantasy novels I can't make up this stuff, I and mean, this is just beyond fantasy that's because because fiction has to
2: make sense. <laughs> Exactly. It's too hard. Okay. And uh, I just want to say here, so Greece, they're they're expecting Greece and Turkey. I understand now from some article I read, I think it was Yahoo News, that uh, President Putin of Russia has suspected to have blood cancer and possibly even Parkinson's disease, and that they're planning a coup in Russia to take over, to throw him out of office and... uh,
0: I have read read, uh, uh, at least two reports of that. None of them are in any way reporting any facts. They're just rumors, and everybody cross reports the rumors everybody else reports. Mm -hmm. So I have no idea if there is any basis to that at all, but the rumors are out there. They may be total garbage, they may be correct. I have no idea. All right. Well,
2: we'll wait and see if other news reports develop. I understand that this information was from some oligarch friend of Putin's that mentioned it, but uh, we'll, we'll have to find out more. Like you said, we need facts. All right, when we get back, we're going to be talking more about the OPEC, uh, the debt and food crisis, etc. Don't go anywhere. Feel, uh, feel free to call in if you have a comment or question. We're going to be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. we're back here at the Tamar Yonahson Israel News Talk Radio.com. We are broadcasting live on Sunday, the 15th of May at from 4 to 5 p.m. holy time right here in the land of Israel or from nine to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern time, that means that we are live. And if you're listening on Sunday during those times, it means that we're live and you can call into the show with a comment or a question. All right, our guest is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem and we are talking about some world events. Right now, uh, I know you wanted to talk about the great reset laid
0: out. You have the floor. Okay. Everybody's familiar now with the terminology of the great reset. I mean, people have heard this word, but only really lately has the mechanism that they've been talking about, what they're trying to actually implement and how they're trying to implement has it become really clear. Remember, their objective is by 2030 that they will no longer be private property. Okay. So what does that mean? How does that how do you go about doing that? That's the eight years. Well, first
2: of all, sorry That's in eight years.
0: Correct. Well, yes, seven and a half, yes. Um, um, uh, 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 First, uh, the first aspect of that is they want a major extension of NATO, which is interesting because NATO has been more or less useless since it began. I mean, it was sort of okay in terms of uh, deterring the the Soviet Union, etc., which never really had any... Uh, intention to conquer all of Europe, uh, 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 despite what they what they were saying. Um, but NATO has been mostly useless since it since it began. And of course, Trump proved that they're that they're completely useless because they don't even really do what they say they're going to do. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, th- th- their their intention is to extend NATO. And uh, recently, we've come up, we've found out what they're planning to actually do, why extend it, and how to do it. We know that the American military, despite its phenomenal quantities of, 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 of budget that it, that is spent on it, and its phenomenal lack of success in every war that it's been involved in, essentially for the last uh, 50 years, they've come up with a brand new tactic, which is fascinating. It's, been, it's a little bit horrible, actually. Um, and... What they've figured out is they can, they can now make an artillery shell, which has a very, very high degree of accuracy, and they're combining that, they're doing this now in Ukraine, they're combining that with one of America's most sophisticated systems, which is their um, uh, a series of spy satellites. America has more spy satellites in space than any other country, as a matter of fact, more than all other countries combined on the planet. Hmm, wow. Wow. And so what they're doing now is they can uh, 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 um, uh, um, access almost all electronic communications. Um, uh, For instance, if a Russian general is speaking on a telephone somewhere, they can pinpoint him exactly and therefore assassinate him. So they're using this sophisticated new artillery shell, it's called Excalibur, um, and uh, combined with the, their intelligence services, and they're gradually going around and assassinating people that they don't like. So that's the tactics that they're developing now in Ukraine, and basically they want to extend that um, uh, farther and farther afield. So that's the first aspect of what the Great Recess is actually supposed to do. In other words, anyone who they don't like will simply be, be eliminated and they can now do that remotely from great distances. I'm talking about many tens of kilo, kilometers distance. The second aspect is to nail down the uh, an oligarchic rule of the United States. Let me give, give you an example of that. Uh, there's a company in the United States called BlackRock, which most people have probably heard the name. What most people don't really realize is that BlackRock today manages funds in the amount of more than 50% of the entire U.S. GDP. They are man- now managing more than $10 trillion actively managing. Now, when, when BlackRock talks about managing, they can, for instance, as an example, and this is something that they do regularly, you know, um, if, um, if one were to sit down the uh, um, CEOs of all major oil companies, for instance, or all major automobile companies, and they were to uh, um, um, uh, uh, agree to, to, together on some policy or whatever, this would be a cartel and these people would be arrested. That's against the law. But BlackRock, run by one individual, can do that trivially, simply, and he, and he does. He decides on policies that he favors. And he forces companies to uh, accede to his demands, because he controls basically their stock. And so when they say you will own nothing, that's part of the mechanism. BlackRock, as well as several other of these major asset management companies, are now gradually buying up farmland and entire communities of housing throughout the United States the largest um, uh, owner of farmland in the United States is none other than Bill Gates. And BlackRock is now, together with their cronies, they are now buying up entire communities. So everyone will be a renter. Isn't that interesting? Crony capitalism grown to an extent that is just uh, phenomenal and unprecedented. So
2: when they buy communities, but if you're a homeowner, how do they? How are you explaining that?
0: Oh well, that's 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 why you have uh, a mortgages from banks. They're now raising the interest rates. So how many people are going to be defaulting on their mortgages in the near future? The answer is a very large quantity of people. Remember, inflation is not chance. It's not something that happens. Inflation is caused. It is a tax. It's a tax burden that is pre-planned by the government for the government. Inflation is not chance. People like Janet Yellen didn't are not ignorant about how the American economy functions. They know how it functions, and the the things that they've done were well planned out from the first day of the Biden administration. They are causing a collapse of the American middle class. Just to give an example of that, U.S. stocks have lost over the last three months, uh, pardon me, four months, uh, uh, since the beginning of uh, 2022, uh, $7 trillion in value. Digital currencies have lost over the last month an additional $1 trillion in value.
2: Right, I saw that. Most of that
0: is from small investors, and of course the uh, the, the the final portion of the of the uh, um, uh, so called reset, uh, they're looking at regime change in um, uh, both Russia and in China, and they're they are actively working on uh, uh, on that in both of those places. So that is the mechanism how. Uh, um, Uh, 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 the the so-called reset is to be implemented. Now we need to understand that there are additional portions to that. The sanctions that are in place now are slowly and steadily weakening the U.S. petrol dollar. The dollar itself right now is strong. Don't misunderstand. We're talking about, I, I specifically said the petrol dollar. For instance, Russia is now accepting payment. Uh, it, it has has refused to accept payment in dollars and euros. Why should it accept accept payments in dollars and euros when its foreign accounts have been frozen? Right. So it's the ruble is 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 uh, uh, accruing value. The dollar is losing value. Again, this causes emigration from the United States of the rich people. In other words, the people who could counter the things that they're trying to do. And it weakens the middle class. All of these things are connected. They are not by chance. This is well, this is well planned out in advance. It's only by studying these things and looking at them very carefully and seeing where they connect. Can you truly um, uh, um, uh, 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 Take care and appreciate how you can uh, ensure the, the, um, the stability of your own family unit and etc.
2: I think I've said this <laughs> the last few weeks. So every time I speak with you, you just a breath of fresh
0: air, Mordechai. <laughs> A ray I, of I, I, I'm aware of that, I'm, and I'm sorry to be to be so so um, uh, a negative yeah, right yeah, now. But we yeah. are living in very very trying times. We certainly are. We certainly are. Mike, uh, uh, people don't quite realize it because it, it, things still seem to be transitory. I mean, oh yes, yeah, the pandemic—it was a problem, and we got over it, and it's going away now, and we can go on. But we will never get back to 2019 ever. None of these things are recoverable. The um, uh, uh, um, uh, the, the industrialization, the uh, globalization that had that existed until twenty nineteen will never re- recur. Among and other things, I should say I hope not. It's no longer there. I, I'll tell you. I
2: hope it doesn't return because I want something better. After all of this suffering, all of this evil, all of the pain and sorrow and deaths and everything that's hit people around the world we should get something better and that is the mashiach the messiah Please well, I, I,
0: I, I certainly agree with that america All this right. week lost its one million presence of COVID.
2: we gotta go we'll be right back everybody
0: hi i'm rabbi david aaron the soul basics are the most profound the most essential and yet often the most neglected in our education Join me for Soul Talk on Israel's News Talk Radio and discover the secrets to love, spiritual growth, and personal power.
2: Are back here at the Tamar Yona Show on com, and our guest is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. We're talking about things that are happening, happening around the world. We've talked about uh, the United States. We've talked about uh, Ukraine, Russia, the food crisis, etc. We're going to talk now about OPEC, the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries. Dr.
0: Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Actually, we really should say OPEC Plus now. We shouldn't say OPEC because the actual organization of OPEC, while ha- it has not expanded its influence, as it uh, has expanded by adding countries that were not previously a part of the of this organization, such as Russia. And so, what's happening right now is, um, as a result of the pandemic, there was, of course, an enormous shortfall in petroleum demand, so much less was produced. And then when uh, Biden came on board, he tried to, um, um, uh, at the same time, he tried to ostracize the leaders of OPEC while demanding that they increase production. Well, they're not anybody's fools, <laughs> or, nor are they slaves of of, of uh, uh, a ridiculous Jerk like Biden, so they of course refused. But what they did do was they decided they would increase production by several hundred thousand barrels per of of daily production each month. Well, the numbers for April are just now in. OPEC shortfall between what they said they were going to produce and what they actually produced was 2.7 million barrels per day. So if people like like Biden are still trying to say, well, the increase in cost, the inflation is caused because the people that are producing oil are not producing it past, fast enough, they're lying again. The OPEC producers are not not producing because they don't want to, They've reached their capacity of production. We're seeing a, a, a vast slowdown in production in, in Russia, of course. The problem with that is most of Russian oil wells are in Siberia, and if you shut them down, they need to be redrilled. Last time that, that happened, last time Russia shut down um, a series of oil wells, it took them 32 years before they came online again, hmm. 32, three, three, two. Wow. So this is not trivial stuff. And they only did come online because, uh, uh, certain technology companies like Halliburton and Schoenberger and etc. were there to help them. Now all of these companies are out of Russia and in places, for instance, like Sakhalin, where uh, a lot of the far Eastern oil comes from, um, they're being there. The wells are shutting down because the people that are there just don't know how to run them. So, there's Russia is 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 its uh, is, is production is plummeting uh, in Angola and Nigeria. Uh, uh, they're underperforming uh, uh, strongly. Um, uh, and, uh, production in Algeria is still bad. I should say. I should rephrase that. All of the countries. Everybody remembers from 2010 the so-called Arab Spring. What people don't realize is that none of these countries have recovered from that till this day, 12 years. So none of the countries that were affected by the Arab Spring and were oil producers have returned to producing the quantities of oils that they were producing before. It's not Algeria, it's not Libya, none of them. Now, we have to take the other side of that coin and look at it uh, from the other side. In total, there are, according to the United Nations, um, some 70 developing countries, 70, 70 developing countries our, around the world, including about one-fifth of humanity, that face a severe debt crisis. Everybody's familiar with the concept of a storm warning, like for her- hurricanes? Well, there's a severe debt storm warning now being least by most of the people, by most of the analysts around the world today, severe debt storm warning. People need to take that into account. If one fifth of the human population faces severe debt storm, in other words, they cannot pay their debts and they will be they will be defaulting in one way or another. And I'm not talking about just relatively trivial countries in terms of not being insulting at all. Uh, in terms of their uh, uh, world standing like Chad but I'm talking about countries for instance like Turkey as well who are, which is a, a major country and a, a, a member of NATO They are all, uh, many of these countries are in severe danger of debt default as a result of the increase in oil costs and of course the increase uh, of the increasing inflation and the coming Again, I claim that it is already here, but the coming worldwide recession, which may prove to be one of the worst recessions to hit the world for the past half century. And all of this is man-made. It didn't have to be like this. Oh, absolutely. It's not only man-made, it's totally intentional. So if this does happen, then many Western banks will be feeling it very, very sharply. We're talking about something which will be uh, which will have very strong effects. There are knock-on effects here. In other words, if, uh, if 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 something happens to one thing and it cascades into other and other, more and more different things, as again, as we saw in 1929, for instance, with the Great Depression, that's what we're headed for. That's the kind of thing we're headed for. I can't say that uh, we're predicting a Great Depression. I can say we're predicting a recession, which will probably be... Um, The worst that we have seen, at least in the last half century, at the very least. But when you add together um, uh, contractions of GDP around the world, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, energy crisis, food crisis, uh, uh, supply chain crisis, a lot of things are breaking down. And again, the chance of them being able to recover ever recovering, are very, very small. We will never see China, for instance, returning to where it was um, just four years ago. It will never happen because the human beings don't exist anymore. China's population is shrinking and is aging faster than any population ever has in the history of humanity. And so they will no longer be the manufacturing center of the world. They cannot do it right now. Several of China's largest cities, largest manufacturing foci, are shut down completely because the Chinese vaccine never worked, and they have no choice in terms of fighting the coronavirus. So again, you're going to you're going to accuse me of being. Um, Um, a a, a negative.
2: (laughs) Well, I I don't think that you need a vaccine to be safe from the coronavirus. They haven't proven themselves at all these vaccines. Everyone who got these shots, many of them got corona anyway and also died from it. So I I wouldn't use that as a...
0: One thing we do know that the, the vaccine did affect in a positive way it does affect the spread well, you know what
2: i'm gonna I'm not going to debate that now because uh we only have another two minutes left. Let's go uh, to a sum up of all the topics we've talked about uh, the debt and food crisis, OPEC, the great reset laid out the u s hit a new record. How do you want to sum everything up in the last two minutes?
0: With your permission, I'd like to sum it up in a completely different direction okay um Today is actually a minor holiday that people, that even many Jews aren't even aware of. Yes,
2: it is. And it's
0: called Pesach, Second right. Second uh, Sheni, Passover. Right. And it's, it's a fascinating holiday. I, people aren't really aware of the ramifications. There are three instances in the, in the Torah when a group of people came to Moshe, came to Moses, and asked for the Torah to be changed. In one case, if they failed, that's Korach. In two cases, they succeeded. One of them was a group of men. One of them was a group of women that came to Moses and said, "We need a change in the Torah," and it was accepted. The group of men, of course, were the uh, 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 what caused Pesach Sheni, the, the second Passover, and the group of women, of course, were the daughters of Shlop had. I don't know how to say that in English. Slavchad.
2: I I, yeah, I don't okay. Know either. Okay.
0: So uh, so uh, uh, all, all of those people who talk, who talk, who try to accuse Judaism of being anti-feminist or something are simply ignorant again. Um, the daughters of Slavchad came along and said, we need a change, and the change occurred. Uh, the, the two um, uh, uncles of, of Moshe, of Moses, came along and said we need a change and the change occurred. And that change was Pesach Seni. And the ramification of that was that's what allowed us to create new holidays like Purim, Hanukkah, Yom Asma'ut, and etc. That's the basis. That's the Torah basis for all of these other holidays that are not necessarily mentioned in the Torah itself. It's Pesach Shini. Very important, very small, but very significant in terms of world history. All right. Well, we're going to have to leave it there,
2: and certainly lots more to talk about. Thank you, Doctor Mordechai uh, Ben Manachem, for being on the show, and thank you all, to all the listeners. Next up, live show called "Returning Home" with Natalie Sapinski. Don't go anywhere.